Ah, uh, yeah, what about it? JK, JK, JK. I've had my cold, now I'll have my hot. Perfect, actually. Perfect temperature, wow. Welcome to episode 22, Fanland 22. I always have to do that joke with the Taylor Swift and stuff. Ah, the bullet hole. I like looking at it. I'm closer to it now. Lit and fig. Uratively. My first exposure to, like, cuss words I want to talk about at some point. Well, starting off. Then I want to talk about lying and my connection to lying. Especially when I was a youngster and I was just trying to be anybody who wasn't me. I was trying to be any character I could be that wasn't me. Which I think that's deep-rooted, but anyways, that's just, like, a topic of discussion later on. Then I'm going to talk about my favorite sports, and um, not only my favorite sports, but the favorite ones to play, and then favorite ones to watch, and those do differ. There's no overlapper. Is that a booger on the wall? Oh, boy. Uh, lip balm? What's that from? <laughs> Somebody, somebody write in the comment what that quote is from, please. I don't know if I said, but I, I exfoliated my face the other day for like the first time, and I feel like layers came off. I remember my uh, makeup, uh, uh, special effects and makeup teacher in film school, Liz, she came up, and well, she came up this class, and she was like, Colin, and I was like, coffee breath, much? And she was like, you getting into your 20s, mid-20s, later 20s, you know, you're really going to have to start washing your face. Scrub your face, or else you're going to get dry crusties around your nose and, like, ears and, like, here and stuff. And she was like, wash your face. As a guy, as a mid-20s guy, you're going to get oily, you're going to get gross. And I've kept that note. Not to the extent that she would want me to. Probably B minus. But whatever. Meh! Shout out to Liz. I know you're listening. Probably not. We're friends on Facebook. Anyways. You know it's anyway. Every, everybody goes anyways, but it's not. It's anyway. Anyways is incorrect. I get autocorrected every time. So, take it up with the... Who, who, who does the autocorrect thing? Take it up with them. Guy? Girl? Non-binary? Peoples? Okay. Man, I hope my neighbor's listening. It, I just say that sarcastically. Hey, I feel like I kind of got out of TikTok jail recently because yesterday, uh, well, no, uh, I don't know, a couple days ago, uh, I had a video blow up. Uh, It's me boxing on the box. I need to name it. Uh, Sabonis. That's what it's called. It's, It's called the Sabonis. I was boxing the Sabonis. Tell me who that is. Sorry. Tell me who Sabonis is. What's that in reference to? Somebody in the comments. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Still perfect. (laughs) I had a video blow up finally. For the last three months, nothing's been happening. I think I've been in, like, TikTok jail. I really do. My mom and I talked on the phone tonight. She even used that term first. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, almost to the day because... Oh... Yeah, almost, almost to the day, but I have not seen four point whatever million it's at in a long time. Um, I did get a video at like three million views a month ago, and it's me making a joke about how fat I am. That's the joke. That's probably why TikTok was like, yeah, we'll blow this one up, you know, 
because it was ripping on me. But I underestimated, and this was a real wake-up call for, like, how much people want and support this type of content for me. Because I think it was November 23rd, because I think it was November 23rd that I did my pledge online, uh, my health pledge. And uh, I feel like in February that dropped. At the end of February that definitely dropped. It was like February, March, that definitely dropped. And unfortunately it's just been six months of... Sliding down a hole that I don't want to be in. So now it's um, time to get out. I only have two options. It's get out or continue to slide further. And that's not an option. So climbing out of the pit is is what we're doing here. So really nice to see something take off. So anyways, uh, the first time that I ever learned about cuss words. (laughs) uh, Were probably, a a lot of them were from movies Nobody really said cuss words in my home. I kind of have an interesting uh, exposure to things of the world, both with cuss words and with sex. <laughs> that is something that I was possibly going to talk about my like history and learning and my exposure to pornography and online access to all that stuff. And but I was like, man, maybe I'll just save that for a later later date and not get this podcast shut down right away. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Because I really don't think it's all that different from, like, any regular male 13-year-old's discovery. But, again, I'm going to talk about the cuss words. So, I try to steer clear from cussing online. I don't really post that stuff. I do do it in my stand-up. Because most of the time it's not filmed. It's just in a room. And I'm just trying stuff out. It's very raw. And for me, early starting out, I was in it for the shock value. Like, when my mom first came and saw me do stand-up, her first time seeing me... I had been doing it almost uh, two years up to that point. Uh, She saw me do five minutes of stand-up, and she couldn't sleep that night. (laughs) (laughs) So I have since toned it down because, yeah, I just uh, scarred my mom with how vulgar I was in my set, and I have toned it down. I understand because um, when I saw Tim Allen at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles, he used the F word just so constantly. It was belligerent. I was so annoyed at how often he was using this word. It didn't... If he had, like, consolidated all of the times that he used them into maybe a few pointed, directed times that were punchlines, maybe that would have been okay. Or if they were just throwaway lines and he's he's just, like, thinking about something and he uses it, whatever. But no. He had to constantly use the word, and that is the only takeaway that I really had from his set. I don't remember any bits, I just remember him constantly using that word. That is a prime example for uh, not doing that. Anyways, I feel like a lot of the earlier cuss words that I learned were through movies, PG, PG-13, kind of, you know, being like third, fourth, fifth grade, kind of like figuring things out more and more, and you know. But I had some neighbors. Stephanie and Diego were brother and sister, and then you had Juanito over here. And this was in Salem, Oregon. So we would play all the time, especially during the summer. It was me, Kobe, Stephanie and Diego, Juanito, and we would just be out there just playing in our cul-de-sac, playing basketball, down at the end of the street. Oh, and maybe around the corner. I don't remember his name. Eddie. It was Eddie. 
he would come play with us sometimes, and I asked him, because none of us knew, at our age, none of us knew what the F word was. I didn't know. I asked Eddie, uh, what, what is the F word? So he walked up to me and whispered it into my ear, but I misheard, I misheard him. And it's hard to gauge how long it was, how long of time it was, because I'm, I'm just a kid, so I don't know, like, how long this was, but I spent a lot of time thinking the F word was Frogger. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I heard. And that's what I relayed to my friends, Stephanie, Diego, Juanito, and Kobe. I was like, um, he whispered Frogger. So, I guess stay away from that word. Try not to use it around the parents. You know? <laughs> Whatever. And I remember one time in a movie, we were all watching a movie, and somebody flipped somebody off in a movie. And we were all like, oh, she said Frogger. You know? Probably years later that I found out that that's not, uh... The right term. Ah, Frogger. And then, okay, so I got a little bit older, and there was this one website, um, uh, uh, Screen It? I think it was Screen It, where you can screen movies, uh, parental advisory stuff, and, um, my parents would often screen it before, you know, have, have you screened it? They, they would ask me, no, <laughs> yeah, before renting a movie. And so, uh, Screen It... Oh, wow. I didn't even tell you guys about clean flicks. I'll, I'll have to talk about clean flicks at some point. Let me... So, sometimes I would hop on there and screen movies myself. And there was one... I knew most of the words because they put asterisks in, in your words. Not my words. Uh, their, their words. The words that are bad. Profanity. And there was one that I couldn't ever figure out. I don't... Which is funny because you'll see why. I... They they spelt it C asterisk N T and I was like what is that? So I was like going through the vowels. I was like can't. It's probably not can't. Um, you know. And I was like going. I was like Sintai. <laughs> like I I had no idea. I I couldn't quite figure out. And then like when I got into you know unfortunate. Uh, porn on the uh, unfortunate and, uh, when I got on to you know I can't even talk about it I started seeing that word regularly and I was like oh I get it it's the lap well I'll, okay I'll keep it from I was like oh is it a Y <laughs> I was like it's probably a Y and an F sound <laughs> but uh, so clean flicks that I think I've seen I only ever saw actually on Clean Flicks. Like, I started out watching The Office on Clean Flicks. The Predator, the Matrix trilogy. Like, it was on Clean Flicks, so a lot is cut out. Uh, the Hang. No, probably not The Hangover. That'd be like a five minute movie. And that was a fun joke at the time, too. Clean Flicks eventually was a store, possibly multiple stores, but they were also a website. What they would do is edit the movies, edit Hollywood movies, edit all the cuss words out of them, edit all the nudity, all the stuff out of them. And then they would rent out these movies to, like, Christian homeschooled parents who wanted to watch The Predator but didn't want to hear Arnold swearing. He was probably governor at the time. I did not cheat on her. Okay, that's inappropriate. What the hell was it called? Oh, Clean Flicks. Um, what, were you going to say something? Oh, um... Or they had this, well, okay, maybe not or, it was in addition to, they had a thumb drive to take home, like the Batman. Take a thumb drive home, stick it in your computer, and you download the Clean Flicks version something or other, 
and then simultaneously <laughs> with the DVD from the store, you watch it with the clean flakes, and that's what filters it out. So sometimes it'd be like, I don't know where the clean flakes stick is. <laughs> you know, when we rent certain movies, it's like, I don't know, the dog maybe or something. Clean Flicks, this is what I'm getting around to, Clean Flicks ultimately went out of business because they were sued so many times by Hollywood, who's like, stop editing our movies and profiting off of our movies. <laughs> and they were like, ah, fair. And then they went out of business, and uh, that was good and bad because I wanted to watch the movies, and they was no longer around. And I was like, me, 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 me. Anyways, so, I'm a liar. I used to lie a lot. <laughs> I'm trying not to be. And this was in college. My uh, college roommate, Tristan, he said something to me that really affected me in college. And he goes, I like to be the same person no matter what group of people I'm around. And I was like, oh, I am not that way. I immediately like went inward and was like, I'm a chameleon. I'm a different person with each group of people that I'm with. And um, and that was really apparent to me. So when was that? 2014. So since then, it's been a journey of learning how to be just like a pillar, solid, uh, no matter who's around. But anyways, yeah, before the college days, uh, I used to be a liar. And I was young. I was really into movies. I was very, very influenced by movies. You guys don't understand. I would obsess. I would absolutely obsess. I'm going to talk about this a little bit downwardly, but uh, the uh, no, I'm not not I'm I'm not going to talk down to it. I'm talking, it's down on, it's uh, downwards on my list. Basketball. I used to be obsessed with this one basketball, uh, uh, dazzling dunks and basketball bloopers. This VHS that we had. I was four, five, and six years old, and we had one of those hoops in our living room that you could just like put up for little kids and they could just go out right up and dunk it and I would imitate exactly what I was seeing on the screen with them I'd be like running with Larry Bird and like oh ah and like jumping and dunking with Michael Jordan and like having dunk contests with my siblings and like I I would obsess over one thing and then obsess over another thing and then obsess over another thing and these lies that I would tell people were I thought harmless because I was like, I'm never going to see these people again. Like I've said many times before, we traveled around to hundreds of churches from my ages of 5 to 11 years old. That's six years of traveling, 12-hour-long car drives uh, trips sometimes, staying at other people's houses, visiting all these churches, and it's just like, you know, all these people, and it's like, oh, well, you, know, you know, for a little kid. It's like, I'm not going to remember anything or anybody, so... <laughs> I would often be in character. I would choose a character that we were watching because we had a conversion van, watch movies in our on the trip, and I would sit there in the van and plan out my character before we got even like into the city, especially before we got to the church. But I would develop the character in my head somehow. How am I gonna like? <laughs> and then I would get there and try to be in character. Not really when anybody from my family was around. But I knew if I was going to be in a Sunday school where nobody knew me, I was going to be somebody that I was not. Just for the one day that they knew me. And then, peace out. And um, 
So I used to tell people that I was blind in one eye because one movie that really affected me was Seabiscuit with Tobey Maguire uh, where he's riding a horse and his character's blind in one eye. So I used to tell people that I was blind in one eye. I tricked a friend in his family for a whole day. I was with them for a whole day and I told all of them, yeah, no, I'm totally blind in my left eye and I, I haven't been able to stay out of it for a long time and or I was born with it or something like that. And they were trying to test me th- throughout the day. Like, my friend would be talking to me with his with his arm around me, like, doing like this and, like, talking and, and trying to test if, to see if I would react. And, uh, and it was funny how I got them. And I think we um, got back to my parents' house. They told my mom. And I think she made me just, like, break the lie and tell all of them and apologize. Like, 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 like. So I don't know why I did that one. That must have been early on. But I don't know why I did this one either because I told a... And my brother came up to me. He was like, hey, because I think he maybe knew that I used to do this. And he was like, hey, that lady's blinded one eye. Because he knew that I was... I would tell people that. And um, I was like, really? So I walk up to her and I have this whole conversation with her about me being blinded one eye too. And... My mom finds out about it, and I think that before, I, I think, oh, um, I they might have been in conversation, and my and she says to my mom because your son is blind in one eye, and she, my mom goes, no, he's not, and and it was super awkward, and my mom came and confronted me like right where I did it. Did you tell her you were blind in one eye? And I remember this was the first time that she was finding out that I was doing this really at all. So I I think I had to go to the half-blind lady and uh, apologize, wash her feet and all that stuff. (laughs) But I think she was pretty hurt. Uh, Moving on, I used to tell people that I had a robotic arm because I was really into the movie iRobot, and he has a, Will Smith has a robotic arm, which is the one that he hit Chris Rock with. That's a cheap joke at this point. Uh, But I used to, like, tell my friends, hey, um, like, feel my arm strength on my left arm, which is my natural weaker arm, and I was like, feel this. And they would feel it, and I would, like, half kind of clench, but also it's my left arm. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And then I would feel my feel my right arm, and I would flex all the way, and it's already my stronger arm. And they'd be like, whoa, what is that? And I was like, see, it's completely metallic. They just, it happened in Brazil. We had gotten a car crash, and I was like making up these lies about my robotic arm that did get back around to my mom, unfortunately. And she was just in conversation, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, because your son's robotic arm. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, she, she's never seen a robot. She didn't know. Clay Flex, probably. <laughs> anyway, you know, like I would tell. I would tell kids, like, I can't, I can't physically lie. I'm incapable of lying. They'd be like, what? Or anytime somebody made some comment about me being fat, I would be like, no, it's not. It's rock-hard muscle. Try and punch it, and I would flex my gut as hard as I could. Uh, What? (laughs) I would flex my gut as hard as I could and challenge some kids, and they would punch my stomach and be like, ah! Like that with their hand, and I'd be like, yeah, right, because it's not fat, it's muscle, and it'll hurt. Subtly implying, I I could lay into you if I wanted to. Every second I'm not is a blessing. I do remember one kid wanted to challenge me even further, and he went and, like, 
socked my stomach, and I was like, which isn't a language. And then he went so far as to kick my stomach, and that one I had to just like walk away and not show my face and just pretend that um, I wasn't in pain, in thriving pain. Thriving? <laughs> Andy Poopy. But yeah, anyways, I think I grew up and grew out of that phase of lying about who the, uh, the person that I was. And I think that started to shift more in like summer camps. Because that would require me to be, like, a person for a summer. So I can just, like, put on a performance for a summer. Or a week, however long I'm at the camp. Usually it was a week or two weeks unless I was working there for a summer. So a performance. But kind of through that I learned to like me and like what I could do. Like my personality traits and drives and influences and humor. I've said before, but I was able to really communicate with friends without knowing their language first. And, like, really make friends at all. How do you do that without learning their language? You just kind of be funny and, and, like, dance when music's playing and pull pranks on people and stuff. And, like, not cry. <laughs> okay, uh, favorite sports. So, my favorite sport, the one that I've played the most and uh, used to be obsessed with, what it is, is basketball. I love it so much. I'm, uh... I'm not that bad dribbling-wise. I'm left-handed dominant, but I can shoot right-handed. But my favorite thing to do was passing. I love the good passers. I know I've talked about it before, but basketball to me was just my absolute favorite. Um, I put softball under that. Softball? I've been on some summer leagues, and I really enjoy playing it. Mostly because I did well, so I was like, yay. But I like softball. That That's a fun game to me. I don't, maybe I pitched. I, I don't think I ever pitched. And I was always usually, like, out there in the field. I remember one time I was uh, out there in the field and somebody hit the ball over my head and made me run back to the fence. And I was trucking. I was like, man, I am flying. And somebody, there's this girl that ran right past me, like, bop, 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 boom, and got the ball and, like, threw it half as far as I would have... But, you know, I was half the distance that she ran, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> softball. Softball fun. Favorite thing about softball... <laughs> uh, favorite thing about softball is watching my dad run, but also he's told me that I have the exact same run, so, you know, it's it's no big deal. We just kind of flail our arms to the side. <laughs> this is kind of like digging, almost like... I don't like all the fat flying on me. Let's change it. Volleyball is the next one that I really, really enjoy because you can really goof off and play volleyball and just kind of lounge. Like, it doesn't always have to be competitive. <laughs> but, but sometimes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm playing volleyball with my dad and a bunch of other people. <laughs> I mean, there's like two courts of people playing. And the sound, the song that's playing over the loudspeaker is, Hey, brother. You guys remember? Hey, brother. <laughs> so, during... <laughs> So, <laughs> during the game, <laughs> I was... <laughs>
song, I would always get to the Hey Brother part where he holds out the... And I just go, Hey! And <laughs> totally just drops the game. One time it was right before his serve. And she just like collapsed. Uh, my dad said that he was looking around and some people didn't know me. And he said that they were like kind of concerned. Like, is this guy special? Oh man, I... Speaking of special, at that same, like, volleyball group, I remember saying something, kind of... Somebody said something really unsportsmanlike, and I snapped at him. Kind of. I mean, I just said something... I just kind of said something sharp in his direction. And then I found out that he was actually special later. And I was like, whoops. Because I, I do remember after I said it, somebody whipped their head at me. Like, what? Like, I can't believe you said that. It was like, uh, I guess I don't really don't know people yet. But uh, forgive me. But, okay, so volleyball, when it gets competitive, game on. I, I've been really good. I've been in some really, like, uh, high-energy, like, tension games, dude. Both in the sand, both indoor concrete, and... What was the other one? Outdoor concrete? <laughs> I don't know. So, I've played volleyball before. At summer camp, we would have tournaments. And that, those, dude, I like... Not only are they fun, but you can goof off... To an extent, I like the pickup volleyball games where it is goof-offable. But I like the serious games too. Those are fun. Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee is a lot of fun in smaller kind of groups. As opposed to like the bigger, larger, overcrowded groups. Those are not very fun for me. Because like four or five people get the Frisbee during the game. They're just the good ones that run around and like weave in between all the... <laughs> Or the times that you get it, like there's five people that crowd you, and then are the rest of the people want it too. But I like Ultimate Frisbee. That's a lot of fun to like pivot and be like, well, well threw it, didn't, oh, toss it. Oh, that was a bad throw. Okay, well. So those four that I listed are my favorite to play. Now the ones that I'd love to watch, those differ. Baseball. Uh, dude, I, I like watching baseball. I do. It's a fun game, both live and on TV, but especially live, definitely live. On TV, there's a, there's kind of like a, 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 I don't really care, Neth. But live, I'm like totally involved in the game. The reason that I didn't say baseball as one of my favorites to play <laughs> is uh, because I'm scared of the ball. I'm terrified of that fastball. I really am. There was a guy in Brazil who could throw a, throw a 94. His name was Danchi. Which means little tooth. I don't know why. I'm surprised I remember that. But he threw a fast ball that I was like, he's playing against us. Why would I? <laughs> I mean, it was terrifying. He hit somebody. He hit. Uh, maybe I can find the picture. He hit, and you can see the picture. The moment is of him going. And you can see the ball drop into the ground. Like it's hit him and it hurt. His name was Joy Joy. Plus one time, I had a ball hit me in the shoulder. I wasn't playing. It was actually two guys playing catch. <laughs> I was. I, I chose to stand like right behind one of the guys and off to the right. Just a wee bit. And I wasn't really paying attention. And then I was. The guy threw it to this guy closer to me. He had his back to me. It bounced off his glove. He just like, pop, just bounced it. And it hit me in the right shoulder. Like, bah! Like, even just doing that was uh, PTSD. We were hot. F Foofer-noofered. 
So I like baseball. I am um, really attached baseball to one of the women that I talked about in my previous episode, uh, Kim Green. Um, during the Cubs, who was it? Cubs and Dodgers? It was Cubs and Dodgers, yeah. So I was really into this chick. And during the period that I really liked her, not the period that she had per month. I couldn't even get that one out. I'm sorry. Before the menopause, I'm so sorry. Okay, never mind. Stop. Let's go back. What was it saying? Kim Green, I really attached the World Cup. Is it? No, no. What's it called? I'm going to think of it. Of the baseball, the world, the world. <laughs> What's the baseball thing? The, the final, the finality, the end of the season. I think it was my favorite team, the team that I grew up with versus hers. It was 2017, forgive me if I'm wrong. But since I really liked her, I thought, like, whoever wins, and my team won, I was like, come over, baby. You know, I guess her team should have won. Well, that to say, I like baseball because I've attached it, and I learned a lot in that season about baseball in and of itself, which leads me to my next one, which is football, because I really don't know all of football. I can watch a game and be like through a lot of it. I know when it gets to halftime. I know how to count down the clock. (laughs) (laughs) But I did watch a football game just last night. And and I did watch a football game just last night. It just started. And I I couldn't even tell you who played. The other day I had a DoorDash come. And I made a comment about the game. Like, the rain delay, and it was like, man, I'm waiting for this game to start, you know? Because he apologized, sorry for being late, and I was like, you know. And then I said the first thing that I said just now, I told out out of order. But he goes, oh, who's playing? And I didn't really remember or know or care. And I looked. (laughs) (laughs) I was like... Mets and the Vikings. (laughs) He just walked away. (laughs) I don't know. That's my workout for the day. Um, anything else about football? Um, Oh, I've really, really frustrated friends when I've played football, when I've played football fantasy because I never, ever check it. I don't, sometimes I wasn't even there for the draft. And I know they just hated me because they proposed trades and I just would never check it or like care. And they would talk to me in person and I'd be like, oh, out of the brain. And so my buddy asked me this year if I would want to do, I think, well, he asked me, implying, would you want to do uh, football fantasy? And I was like, uh, oh, dude, I was like, I don't even know if I'll be able to watch any of the games. Amazon Prime, I do. I'm, I'm able to watch a, a game. Uh, one game per week. Thanks, them. So I don't think I mentioned this to my friend, but I am kind of engaged in football and learning more about football this year. And having it just be attached to that, to, to like wanting to learn about teams, about how the game is played, about how it's announced or called, the game is called by the announcers. 
So that'll be fun this season, getting to learn more about football. I'm actually excited about that. Uh, UFC, I really, really like UFC and MMA. Um, it's last on my list. It's last on my list because I, it's the least that I get to watch. I don't ever get to watch UFC. Especially not live. Like, I'm not watching those games live. I would love to be, but I'm not. So then any games that I do hear about or get to watch have, are, like, way in the past. So I just uh, don't really engage with the UFC, but I would love to. I'm a fan of hand-to-hand combat, and uh, I think UFC and MMA would also be something to get involved with, so, at all. Anyways, that is my episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking to the end, if you did. Let me know in the comments what your guys' favorite sports are, or are not, and do you find a difference in which ones you like to watch as opposed to which ones you like to play? Let me know. I don't know if everybody agrees with that uh, constitution, but... Anyways, uh, love you guys. Thank you. Uh, (coughs) I will uh, see you next week. Bye.